Welcome on in to the Jazz Talk Podcast. I'm your host, CJ Dieters. So I know it's been a while, but there's a lot to get o- go over with the Jazz right now. The, ja- the uh, draft has come and gone. The Jazz have a brand new head coach. They also have a new member of the front office. And, they, and free agency is just a couple days away where we could see some major shakeups with this team. So let's get on into it. So first off, the draft came and went. It was probably the most boring draft I've ever um, tried to cover. Not much happened. There was a four-team trade that happened between the uh, the Pistons, the Knicks, the Hornets, and the uh, uh, Mavericks? I don't know. Anyway, Jalen Duran ended up getting sent to uh, the Pistons along with Kemba Walker. Uh, and then the rest were mostly just picks getting uh, moved around. Um, really just a very uneventful draft, and the Jazz didn't do anything. They didn't trade into the first round. They didn't trade into the second round. Um, they did end up picking up some guys um, after the draft. Uh, they added Johnny Juzang um, out of UCLA uh, to be on a two-way contract. We'll talk about him more extensively here in just a second. Um, they brought in some guys for... Um, Summer league and for training camp, guys that have a chance of maybe making the the team, but will probably end up with the Salt Lake City Stars. Uh, Kofi Coburn, uh, Kofi Coburn, there we go, out of Illinois, massive, massive center, seven feet tall, probably over three hundred pounds. Um, let's see, um, this guy, uh, Jonathan, uh, which is. Spelled just like Jonathan, but instead of a J-O-N, it's J-E-E-N. Anyway, he goes by Nate. So Nate Williams, um, six foot six guard uh, wing out of uh, Buffalo. You know, seven foot wingspan, pretty good athlete. Was the best player on that Buffalo team. Um, Jordan Usher, out of Georgia Tech. Yeah, I think that's right. About six 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 seven wing, really really high uh, motor. Um, just a guy that just absolutely gets after it. He'll run through a brick wall for you if you need him to. Um, then there were some other guy, some other wing type guys that they added. Um, Usher and Williams and Coburn are really the only guys that I see could maybe possibly make it onto the Jazz like the fifteenth guy, but I imagine they'll be with the Salt Lake City Stars. <clears throat> So now back to Johnny Juzang. The Jazz added him on a two-way contract, so he'll be with the Jazz. Um, he can come up and play with the Jazz, I think, for 50 games uh, throughout the year. Um, the other Jazz two-way contract is uh, Xavier Sneed, who they added last year. Um, so he'll still be with the team on a two-way contract. But Johnny Juzang, is a, he was a high-level scorer at UCLA. He's a guy that... Looked like he needed the ball quite a bit, though, to be really effective. Um, and I think in the NBA, he's more going to be a spot up, you know, coming off of screens, which he shows the ability to do that. It's just that's going to be all he does in the at the NBA level. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to the real exciting stuff. Uh, so today, the Jazz made two new hires. Um, as I've talked about before, they, they interviewed 15 different guys for their coaching position. And today they've they found their guy. Um, they are hiring Will Hardy, uh, assistant from Boston. 
He is 34 years old. He is the exact same age as Mike Conley. Um, he's been in the NBA as an assistant coach since he was like 22 with the Spurs. And then just this last year moved uh, to the Celtics with Ime Udoka. <clears throat> as far as I've heard, very well respected by players, coaches, everybody around the NBA. Um, they think that he is extremely intelligent and knows the game of basketball very well. Um, so I'm excited. Um, this is a new era in jazz uh, basketball. I'm, again, I'm sad to see Quinn Snyder leave, but I think this was a good hire. Uh, Alex Jensen will still be on the staff with the Jazz. He's on contract. He's going to be running the Summer League stuff. Um, so he'll still be around, and I kind of expect him to be the uh, the associate head coach to where if uh, Will Hardy has to miss a game for something, Alex Jensen will step in as the head coach. Um, but yeah, Will Hardy is the new head coach of the Utah Jazz. The Jazz made another hire uh, today. They actually hired uh, David Fisdale um, to be the assistant GM in the front office. Now, Fisdale has been an, a head coach uh, with the Knicks and with the Grizzlies in the past. No, neither of those stuff really went too well for him. He's been a very well-respected uh, assistant coach for a long time. Uh, he was an assistant coach with those Heat teams that had LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. Um, just this last season, he was an assistant coach with the Lakers. Um, very well respected, but he is now moving into a front office role. So he'll be working under Justin Zanuck and Danny Ainge in the Jazz's front office. Um, I'm excited that he's not going to be a coach for us. I don't think he's a great head coach, but I do think he's really good at um, knowledge based at the game of basketball. Um, and I think he, you know, just bringing in more guys with his level of experience into the Jazz's organization, I, I don't think it can ever be a bad thing. So then finally, and this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today, um, and then I'll remind you, this next weekend, uh, going on vacation, going to be out of service. So while all this stuff with free agency is going on, I'm not going to have access to it. I won't know about it. But rest assured, once I'm back, um, we'll lay out everything, lay out everything that the Jazz do, lay out everything that the rest of the NBA does. Um, so there's going to be a lot of content coming out here pretty soon. Um, but so we are heading into free agency here. It starts tomorrow, which is, or not tomorrow, uh, two days from now, Thursday, I think at 6 p.m. Eastern, so 4 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. Um, <clears throat> I feel like the Jazz are going to go through a lot of changes here. There's going to be a lot of trades. They're going to add some guys um, for the... Uh, taxpayer mid-level add some guys on on minimum contracts but who knows they there was an expectation that they're going to do a lot of roster movement at the draft and none of that ended up happening um so it'll be interesting to see what danny ainge and justin zanuck and now david fisdale decide to do with this team um heading into this offseason uh if they really tear this team down they trade one of the star players they trade away a bunch of the core <clears throat> or if it's you know maybe a royce o'neill and you know mike conley type you know trades where they're guys that are <clears throat> impactful on the team but they're you know they're not the same level as rudy gobert and donovan mitchell um the further we get into the offseason the more i believe that Rudy Gobert will still be with the Jazz. I think it'll be a mistake to, to trade him away if they do. But 
if they do, they need to make sure they get a, a big return. It needs to be some something to where you can look at it and say, okay, we're maybe about the same level of team now, and we got more assets for uh, for later on, um, you know, to help build this team, hopefully into a championship contender. But I I, I still believe that you this team is best served building around Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, and then just fi- fixing the pieces around them, getting more length, more defense, more guys that can. Uh, can handle the ball and can you know can drive because uh, currently Donovan Mitchell and Jordan Clarkson are the only guys on this team that can really drive to the hoop and uh, make the defense collapse and that's you know watching these playoffs that's what teams are really building these teams around are drivers and athletes. Um, David Locks talked a lot about this where guys on the perimeter have to be able to drive, bring the defense into them, and then they kick out to the three. And like I said, the Jazz only have a couple guys that are really able to do that. And so when they get into the playoffs, they kind of get exposed. Um, so that's kind of the where I expect the Jazz to, to look to improve. Um, as far as their tax MLE goes, um, which is the mid-level exception, um, for most teams, it's right around $10 million. For teams that are in the tax, it's about $6.5 million, I think, per, per year. Um, it's what we signed Rudy Gay with this last season. Um, I think the Jazz are going to be looking for a bigger wing type player. Um, you know, they thought Rudy Gay was going to be kind of that fit, but he he was just he's just too old. He's at this point, and he doesn't fit what Quinn Snyder wanted to do. Um, now maybe Rudy Gay fits into Will Hardy's system and he stays. I don't expect that. I kind of think that they'll they'll trade away Rudy Gay, but who knows? Um, but as far as targets that they could be looking at this year um, with that, that taxpayer MLE, you're looking at uh, Kyle Anderson. He's been playing with the Grizzlies for the last few years, 6'9", 230, um, was a point guard in college, um, played center for the Spurs his first couple years. Um, with the Grizzlies, he's played basically every position for them. Just a really super talented guy, good ball handler, great teammate, good, really good defender. He's just not a great shooter, and that's kind of what's holding back his whole career. He's like a you know 30% three-point shooter, and if he was like a 38% three-point shooter, he'd probably be <clears throat> a $20 million plus per year type guy. Uh, Nicholas Batum, although I, I really believe that Nicholas Batum is going to be going back to the, the Los Angeles Clippers. But Batum, 6'8", 230. Um, early in his career was a star-level player. like He was an all-star level player. Um, multifaceted, good shooter, good ball handler, good passer, really good defender. At this point in his career, he's more of a role player. Um, but if the Jazz are able to get him, he doesn't want to go to to back to the Clippers, and he doesn't want to go to any of the other. You know, I think probably all thirty teams in the league are going to be trying to get him. Um, same with Kyle Anderson. You know, now how much they're willing to pay for these guys will vary, but I think most teams are going to be trying to go for these guys. Another one to really look out for is Gary Harris. Um, he's 6'4", 6'5", you know, shooting guard. Really, really good defender. Um, was looking like he was going to be a star-level player, and then his shooting really fell off um, after his first couple years in, in Denver. 
um, but still just a super high-level defender. Um, I think you could start him and Donovan together in your backcourt, and all of a sudden you're way bigger, you're way better on the defensive end, and he can still knock down wide-open threes. I, it's just he's not going to be the close to 40% guy that he was his first couple years in Denver. At least it doesn't look like he can be that guy. Maybe, who knows, maybe he can rebound. Um, and then I think we'll probably do another episode uh, before I go, um, talking about some of the more some of the other candidates for this. Uh, but the last one I wanted to talk about today is uh, Chris Boucher. Um, he six nine, maybe two hundred pounds. He's a really long, skinny guy. Played for the Raptors for the last few years. Um, he's one of the better shot blockers in the league. He's one of the better uh, help defenders in the league. It's just not anything too special on the offensive end. And, again, he's just so skinny that he can't go up against the bigger centers in the league. Um, but I think if you got him for the taxpayer MLE, I think you could put him next to Rudy Gobert, put him next to Yudoka Azubuki, whichever center you know the Jazz have out there, and can help the perimeter defense and help at the rim a lot. Um, so those are the four guys that would be my main targets to go after would be Chris Boucher, Kyle Anderson, um, Nicholas Batum and Gary Harris. But like I said, I'll make a list and we'll go over some other guys that the jazz could be looking at with that taxpayer MLE. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great day and go jazz.